0: Greetings, this is your girl Isis Wisdom of IsisWisdom.com, also the publisher of Word on the Streets mag.com. Tonight, I have a very, very special guest, and we're going to talk about the importance of ascension with Dr. Delbert Blair. Also, I have a special co-host, which you guys are very familiar with him. His name is Seven. He is the author of The Code to the Matrix. Um, so make sure you guys tune in and listen to this hot show. Hello, Dr. Delbert Blair. How are you doing this evening?
1: doing fine and how are you doing this evening
0: I'm very excited um there's a lot of people in the chat room you know everybody was kind of anticipating this this uh this show I'm very honored to to have you here tonight and I know seven's very honored to have you here as well so well, I appreciate
1: um, the compliments from both of you and also from your audience who's very gracious to think that
0: Okay so um the first thing I want to do is I want to uh I want you to just give us a brief summary of just of who you are and what you do for my audience who's not aware of who you are. Can you just give us like a brief um, a summary of who you are? Hmm.
1: <laughs> That's very difficult to do. I'm a director of the Meta Center, which is short for Metaphysical Center. We're coined and charted as the Meta Center. We were coined and charted back in, well, coined it in 70, charted it in 72. And we've been going Full swing from that one. I'm a college professor, history professor. I also have a back enge- an engineer's background as I work for a couple of insurance companies and whatever they insured, I had to inspect. And that went from inland marine, marine, grain elevators, silos. It really tested me because I was the only black in the engineering group. And then also, uh, in, speak- in more or less, as you would say again, I'm also a minister. Uh, had a- my own church for a while till I woke up as to the things that I was saying that were not true and I didn't know at the time when I got out of seminary that they weren't. And I guess I've had all kind of crazy contacts or different kind of contacts, had my life saved about seven times, I've been poisoned, uh, wife was killed when we both were uh, poisoned, I got over it, she didn't. So I have a background that is quite extensive, experienced most things and hope some things I don't have to experience as we enter into a heck of a time on this planet.
0: Okay. Now, speaking of entering into a heck of a time on this planet, um, there has been a, a lot of craziness going on here as of late. I mean, uh, you, you're, I know you heard about the, the swirlies that took place over in um, over Norway, um, the sky, and then, you know, of course there's the pyramid hovering over uh, Russia, and then some stuff took place over in China, and it's just been a whole bunch of extraness that's going on. So um, I, I wanted to talk to you about the facts. You know what I'm saying? I know me and you had this discussion about people searching for their own truth. So with you, I know I'm going to get the facts. So let's just talk about a little bit about what's going on. Like right now we're in an exciting time, but what in the world is going on in 2009, and what can we expect for the, in the next three years?
1: Well, in the next three years, and it's interesting that you use the term next three years because that would be 10 And that most people are not thinking past the figure 3 from now because they're talking about 2012 in the Mayan calendar and all of these things. I don't think the earth is going to go anywhere as far as linear time goes during that time. I think the earth is getting to vibrate faster. And it is my opinion that from conjecture and from listening and from weighing, that our planet is going from a third dimension to the fifth dimension. If that is the case we're in for quite a roller coaster ride. That's like going from kindergarten to postgraduate school in three years. It's not really three years because we're using our chronology in the eyes of the master or the eyes of the creator who knows what time it is. Most of our time delineation is already off. The calendars are wrong. Uh, under the Roman Greco-Julian calendar, we lost 441 days in the year 45 BC. Uh, they added the months January and February through the January's and February's consul through King, um, what was this guy's name, uh, Julius, Julius Caesar, and then this other guy. So we really don't even know what time it is. We might be there already. So it's just a matter now of using the delineation chronology that we understand and see if we can make sense out of it. The sense seems to be no matter what the time really is, that by the two more or three more years, our planet will be in the fifth dimension. That simply means it will be now able to do things in what the heavens of Earth used to be called. We have, as I understand, seven heavens, and when we die, we go if we're good to the first heaven, and then we go on like that. Well, that would mean that the seventh heaven would be the ultimate. Well, the fifth dimension is equal to the fifth heaven which means it will have heaven on earth. If we begin to understand how these terminologies are now beginning to be revealed and come true. Before, we were in almost like the hells. There's supposed to be seven hells. And that be, speaks to the idea that there's seven inner layers of earth, because hell or Helen means to cover. So most of that has been covered. And inside the earth is the theory of the hollow earth and this kind of thing. So as we begin to see all of these things that didn't make sense before, begin to be quite lucid, it means that we're going in consciousness that all is being revealed, and the problem is some of the things going to be revealed are just absolutely mind-blowing. And this is what I think we're faced again. If we stay with this planet, we will have to speed up our vibrations because the planet which we're on is speeding up her vibrations. And as she does that, and we do that, we begin to be more and more a little wiser of what we do. People are talking about seeing shadow people now. They're talking about seeing images and so out of the corner of the eye. That's because we're getting into the fourth dimension very quickly, and we were before in the third dimension. This is why when you're half asleep and coming out of your body, you can get eyesight, you begin to see things you don't see. People begin to say, well, they wake up nowadays and they're frozen and scared stiff because they're screaming and scared, but they can't hear anything. Well, all of these are just showing that we're beginning to freeze frame what we normally do. Uh, I could talk about this forever, but I'll just simply say, as we get more into who we really are, and we are not physical, we are souls in a body trying to understand physicality, not physicals trying to understand spirituality, and we're having a hard time getting used to these physical bodies because they were much beneath what we should have had. They were much there because of our karma dharma that we needed to experience, and now we're going to get a full experience of a ride of what we could really be instead of just what we used to be. So as I say again, we could elaborate on that for the longest, but in an overview, the reason why you're seeing these things like you saw there in Norway, and if you remember again that was where your president was already going to be presented the Nobel Peace Prize, and that's the same reason. It's not uh, accidental that at the same time you see the symbol in the sky. They tried to pass it off as a Russian fighter in spiral, crashing or something else. It had nothing to do with it. Uh, This ray came from the ground, which meant it's either what they call a hologram, or you're getting an emanation from the third dimension. Whichever way it is, it was not natural. And it was done at a time to draw attention to Norway, quite obviously, because this is where the president was. And if you remember in the acceptance speech and all, it's been said, you know, we fight wars in order to gain peace. Never was a good war, never will be. Wars are not gained to to get, try to be gain peace. They're they're fought because we couldn't settle our differences on the physical plane in an amicable, admirable way. So consequently, we have to take it to the plane that's going to take us even lower. Wars have always been fought on this planet. Wars have been fought in interstellar space. Wars are always fought. It's because we souls do not understand none souls. And that means, again, that there are soulless creatures out here who envy our souldom envy wherever we can do because we, have un- we cannot die. And consequently, there's always going to be this altercation back and forth. I guess I better stop somewhere here because I could just go on and on, but that's an overview of what I think is happening, many other things that will happen, and of course the cause is because we're going to a, fire, a faster dimension and a faster vibration, and later on a whole different resonation of consciousness.
0: Okay. Now, I was going to say, it does seem like the time is definitely speeding up. I know there's days where I'm not able to keep track of linear time as we know it. Um, So there's definitely uh, something going on. Seven, do you have a question?
2: Actually, um, what what I was uh, thinking about at this moment was in regards to the, you know, just to my understanding, I know we use a a lot of the terms loose, but the the planes and the dimensions and the the difference between the two, one being somewhat lower. I wanted to um, ask the doctor. Just by the way, you know, it's a you know it's an amazing time to be on the line with you, and definitely a, a high point in, in what I've been working on here, especially as far as activating humans. And we have um, a website full of individuals that are experiencing numerous amounts of things that I personally cater to, and we've formed uh, what we just call the resistance. But um, I wanted to talk to you, doctor, about um, the activation of the human body. You know, just to make an assessment myself, if I was told as an, as an observer to give a report on the situation that's happening here on Earth so it makes this proper transmission, it seems to be that there should be some light humans that are to deal with the situation even going on in 60, and, and these type of beings that still, I, I would just assume if the human being doesn't get themselves on a higher spiritual level, will still have something to face with. Is there the conscious life on 6th dimension and these other dimensions also, have you noticed that there's still somewhat of a control system going on in those dimensions? Well,
1: the control system is not universal. It's limited to our solar system and especially to this planet because as you probably know or at least I believe and of course you have your own beliefs that this planet is very special. Be there are 22 other planets like this one in all of the galaxy. It was really like a zoo, almost like a test, a laboratory planet here. And so many things were done here, uh, so many of the laggards referring uh, were brought here, which helped to bring this planet down. But I think overall, is what we, I, I like to determine what I believe at the beginning here and now, too. Uh, in a sense, I like to form it like this: that matter is merely energy condensed to a very slow vibration, that we are all one consciousness we're experiencing ourselves multidimensionally, that there is no such thing as death for a soul, and that life is just a dream, that we are the subjective imagination of ourselves. So, I say, if you are allowing your dream to become a nightmare, please wake up. That simply means we're in somebody's consciousness, we are part of that consciousness, and we're now going to ascend to the higher callings in that consciousness. If you're not allowing yourself to rule yourself to govern the body you're in, then you cannot rule or govern anything else that you're external to. It starts with self, and self is where it's going to end.
0: Okay. Um, the next question that I had for you was, was that let's let's briefly touch on uh, – because I, I don't really know how, to, how you e- explain this to somebody who's just coming into this kind of knowledge – you know, you have people that are that are, uh, that are are not aware of all the different gods that are here. And I just need you to expound truthfully, um, what is the significance of these different gods and these different dimensions that are currently being worshipped here on planet Earth, and how would they really assist a human being? And if not, you know, um, that truth, you know, I want you to expound pretty much on that truth.
1: Well, that's another maxim, <laughs> let me just answer that, but before we get off the air, I, want to, I have a what I call a truth statement, I tell people don't come to me for truth, come to me for facts. Now the fact okay. is I understand them, is that um, we are on a planet, a planet is a place where it's just one of many cells, well that's going to make it even more confusing. It's just one of billions of trillions or nanillions of other little planets around in what we call our cosmos. Within that is the universe and all things like this. We are experiencing what we call life. In a sense, some people think life is death. You know, it used to be when you were born, people cried. When you died, they rejoiced. It was reversed by Christianity that we reversed that because they knew that the soul which had come from bliss, which means that we are a soul as part of a creator, and that we took a little bit of that image, got very conceited, and said, therefore, we will stray away from our creator, but we will see what it's like on our own. So if you notice, uh, people that are near death, they fight for life and they cry and go on. Well, if life, uh, you know, (laughs) is something that is so wonderful, then why do we fight the wars here? Why do we have drugs here? Why do we have swine flu here? Why do we have genetically modified foods here? Why do we have killing and jealousy and hatred? Why do we have penuriousness and poorness? Why do we have starvation and babies dying? If this is such a great place, why do we have all these misnomers, these misconceptions of what beauty should be? I think that we lost something. And we lost something when they took us away and started religion in the first place because there is no true religion. Now everybody gets angry with that one. Because the only religion you should have is a consciousness that you and your creator, wherever you came from, are one. And any you need to find out who you are, contact your creator by going within. Therefore, all other philosophies and doctrines and religions are false because they teach you to go through someone else some prelate, some go-between, something else, when you were born of the Creator or in the Creator at all times. This is where the difficulty comes, because as children, we come here blissful. We come here open-minded. We, your children talk to animals, and animals hear. Children see clouds in the room, and they talk to them. Children are on the other side because they just came from the other side. Adults tell them, if you don't see it, don't hold it, can't touch it, it doesn't exist. Stop talking to your in your cheek, child, you don't see anything. It's because they have gotten so blinded. They're so full of poisons and toxins and vaccines and meats that they can't see. Within us all, if we have souls, and there are soulless ones down here, if we have souls, we already know the truth. It's just that we now must justify our existence for having to experience it once again on the physical plane. To get down to pragmatic, down-to-earth explanation for this, I can only say as I started out before. energy is simply matter that is now slowed down. We all are pure energy. As we slow down more and more, we think less and less of higher dimensions and get more and more locked into the physical. So much so that we think the physical is real, and yet we have to go to sleep every night to get out of the physical in order to maintain the physical body because it is too low in vibration.
2: Man, I mean, we need about five seconds. Man, that that was that was uh, you know, the words really when they said in. That's really what makes the transformation. I mean, I know there's definitely a lot of people in the chat room, and there's gonna many, be many things that are coming after this. But you know, the the essence of the moment itself, just being in the present, is the most powerful thing. And to have the elder come forth and speak and say it as it is, because you know, I, I know our work and Lynn and Honor's also in the chat room. I definitely want to give uh some some shouts out to Lenin Honor, and. Man, just the concept of turning people inward, which is definitely what we've been doing, and to hear it come from the elders' mouth though, and to explain, because we do definitely get into detail about what's been going on on the dimension with the worshiping and things like that. But we know that the youth are ready to make another transformation, and that's why, you know, we see so much chaos from the youth, and that energy can be directed. But I wanted to, um, I wanted to talk very briefly about Venus, uh, if you if you could doctor uh in regards to the actual reptilian being and because we're at a point where we've confronted and had uh um, had seen the being and a few of its drones on the dimension who do they who do they work for
1: well okay now you introduce venus and you introduce the reptoids and i totally agree that the reptiles have taken over venus they have seven domed cities there so it's very interesting too but now If, if, as Sister Isis said there, Sister Wisdom said there, I was losing them before, think what we just did to them now. However, (laughs) obviously, in the chat room, you know that there are some people there that are of consciousness and of higher consciousness and are into metaphysical consciousness. I don't know that everybody in the chat room reaches that conclusion, but let's just say for the sake, because you know more of your audience than I, that there are many who are awake. Then let's just go with the consciousness that there are soulless beings in this galaxy and that have conquered many, many, many solar systems that are soulless and they're reptilian in form. Uh the overall rule it changes somewhat, but the overall rule is I understand, eggborns do not have souls. Wombborns do. And the reptilians who have really hybrided the very bodies we're in uh, we have, you know, again, at the top of the spine, we have a reptilian brain. That's a heck of a place to put it in a body to jump into because it means that in order to get to the higher consciousness, you've got to go to the reptile brain. And that reptile brain does only four things, fight, feed, flee, and fornicate. And I'm being nice. Fight, feed, flee, and fornicate, the four Fs. And if you remember, too, in World War II, when you flunk, you, were, you had 4F. <laughs> you were considered 4F. So I simply say this. I agree with you, and if we wish to go that far, and if Sister Wisdom wishes us to go that far, we can talk more about the reptilians, which I think are inside the Earth, but they're inside yes. many planets. And yes, also we that need to talk rep- about that. And also that the reptilians, of course, have part of our ribonucleic acid, even though we're supposed to control the dinocleic acid, which means that our very body systems, our very blood systems, are still hybrided by reptilians. This is why it's so easy for people to show fangs and fight and get evil real quickly, because they are evil people, because they're soulless, and they always have been, and they resent that. But past all of that, there's so many wonderful things in this cosmos, so many wonderful things in this constellation, so many wonderful things in this solar system, if we could just rise to a higher vibration. Most of these reptilians live on the fourth dimension, that's why they can come through walls, that's why they can abduct people, that's why they can do these wondrous things. That's just like somebody that just got out of high school and instead of going on to college, comes back to grammar school to mess with their children on the playground. It shows again their lack of consciousness, it shows again that they don't have souls, and it shows again that they will pay because when they go, there's no everlasting life, they're gone. If they stay on this planet, they will not have everlasting life, they will die. So there's their problem now trying to get off of this planet as we ascend while we as souls were trying to get into the heavens of consciousness because now the things that our parents and dumb children and stuff used to laugh about and say we were dumb about will become a reality. That is the ecstasy and bliss that we're shooting for that is the hell and covering that they're trying to avoid. And therein lies the problem. Therein lies the big clash. Okay.
0: okay. Now yeah. you, you- – i mean you you had um me and you had had discussed earlier about the um about the uh the 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 control that the reptilians have currently over planet earth and someone made a comment in the chat room that not all reptilians are evil, but then the question I have to ask is is that you know any type any time that you have a being or a race of beings um that choose to enslave another species or another race of beings. I just can't see them as something positive or something good for my life. So well, I if you to talk. Go ahead.
1: If you remember or if you're knowledgeable of, whichever way it goes, uh, amongst some of the Dogon people, and one of the Tuaregs and siluks, and so, they spoke of a Dambala, the good serpent. Okay, Dambala was, again, part of the serpentine that did try to help mankind and did try to help human and even try to help us men descended from God because they did understand that down the line they may be able to gain a soul possibly if they live well enough. This is why a lot of the literature and scriptures in some of these holy books make some sense but are disguised because of the ignorance of the practitioners. Uh, The whole point is again here, there can be good and bad in all things if the vibrations are correct. In general though, the serpent people resented us They resented, again, any human, I mean, any soul that could go into dimensions when they were locked to the fourth dimension, and they tried to make life here on Earth very miserable. Yes, there may be some good species, just like amongst the racism here, there are those who are not racist, but we categorize by saying all white people hate black people, all black people hate uh, white people, yellow people hate brown people. The hatred is something that comes from within, not from the color of the skin. So as I say again, we're beginning to wake up to the two-fathom, not of race, but of consciousness.
0: Right. Mm. Mm.
2: It, is it um? Is it true and saying, Because from my investigation, I noticed that it seemed like the body itself was, you know, some some type of invention from uh, the same uh, individuals that seeded uh, the Egyptian empire, the, the, the empires of Maya or matter. Is it safe to say that the the body itself seems to be a composition of? Of animal-like life forms, but the, the spirit itself is, as I say, it's solo. It's from somewhere else. Oh uh, yes, inside I, of an animal body. <laughs> okay,
1: I some of that got your voice kind of kind of hollow. Probably my phone is tapped or whatever. I don't know. But overall, I think okay. I got your. I think I got your statement that you led then to a question. Uh, our bodies are hybrid. And uh, if you just look at your bodies, you can see uh, there are scales on one side, the smooth palms on another, feet, the feet uh, on both the, the soles, and so on, the palms and a hammer are that. Then you have all of these other cells that look somewhat like scales. You can get psoriasis. There are people every day that get scales all over their place so if they eat certain foods or get into certain toxins and poisons like this. These bodies are animal hybrid bodies, they were made by the Dracons. Uh, we have, they've been over here ruling us for about four million years. They've been really going crazy for 400,000 years. That's why they don't feel that they owe us anything, that we are their captives, we are like their little zoos. But what they fail to understand is different souls come into these bodies for the experience. And whether or not they help to hybrid these bodies or genetically modify them, it doesn't matter. A soul is here for the experience. They don't have souls. They cannot come out of souls and go to to areas of dark matter and dark worlds, so therefore they seem to forget that. Or they have been so species specific that they have worked out all of their higher consciousness and can only think on certain levels in consciousness. So yes, these bodies to me, if you notice they have floaters in these bodies, they got all other kind of things in these bodies, the mitochondria are everywhere. And I think that some of that is, of course, is genetically modified to be put in there, and some of it, of course, is in the bodies themselves. We are always changing form. Radiations help us to change forms. Drugs and poisons and toxins help us to change form. And now, if we're going to stay with this planet, we're going to have to change form and consciousness. So I don't know whether that speaks to what you were saying, but that's the way I understand
2: it. It, it, it does definitely, doctor. And I, I really want to ask a question that's very important because uh, I didn't write anything down uh, previous to the show because I just wanted the energy to flow. And I wanted to talk about the why well, I, I know for sure that they're using what they just call external Merkaba, which is really a ship to, to do what they need to do. But we have in, something like an internal Merkaba. And I wanted to talk about spinning the Merkaba in the geometric shape that, that one should visualize when they spin because, of course, they have the, the six-dimensional, uh, what they just call, um the Star of David, but was definitely didn't belong to David and was something like a German Hexmeister. Is, is the actual uh, shape still, though, of the body to get it to dissolve uh, a shape of six, though, because it's a carbon-based structure?
1: Well, you see, that's limiting, again, the, the carbon to mutate. Uh, if you remember, uh, what is that woman's name, um, oh, Dr. Mona Harrison, who they killed. Was an excellent researcher into the molecular structure of water, which forms crystals. And if you notice, you can get all You can go tetrahedrons, you can go hexagons, you can get, uh, you know, you can go anywhere you want with that one. It yeah. really depends on the number of pyramid points that you can exact. The, py, the pyramus, the the ways of beginning to get a star cluster. Um, I think that what is happening here is that since we are mind and don't realize it our very minds change the forms of structures around us to conform with us. And this is what is very interesting now. Uh, You know that old phrase, so is in the microcosm, so is in the macrocosm, so is in whatever you look at in a telescope and it will blow your mind. Whatever you look under in an electron microscope, it will blow your mind because there is no end to creation whether it's out or in. It just simply means that as we view it, that's where we are. And what we've got to begin to relearn again is that our mind affects matter because, as I stated again, at the very beginning, uh, matter is only energy that is slowed down. So when we get higher in vibration and higher in frequency, the resonated things that are all around us is the matter will change to whatever we want it to be. So it's only temporary forms while we're physical. It can be permanent forms in the idea that it can be brought back to pure mind. That being the case, any hedron can be utilized by the soul to make it whatever he or she wants, depending on the rate of consciousness, uh, the, the, the density versus the uh, energy, and a way that we can vibrate with our own minds. We can do anything we want to do, but we can't do it when we're thinking on a third dimension and on a third dimensional planet. Therefore, the planet is changing. Therefore, we are changing, and pretty soon we'll be able to do anything we want to do.
0: Okay. I, I got um, we're, at, we're at the top of the... We're at, we're, at, we're at the 7.30 mark, so this is the time where I start taking questions from uh, people in the chat room. Um, the first question I have to ask you is, how does one find out where their spirit is from?
1: Well, spirit is to – how can I put this? Mind is to spirit as brain is to the physical body. The spirit is a form of consciousness Uh, that is now going to use mind as its brain. Um, People will say, have you lost your mind? No, but why do we say have you lost your mind? How can you lose what you can't hold? Which lets you know we understand that matter and form are simply rates of vibration. So people say, are you a lunatic? Well, that's the name of the moon, Luna, when it was first driven into place here. But we were affected by it. But we remember that, so now we even use these phrases. These phrases only show what we used to know versus now what is taught. We've come, we've (laughs) frunked. This planet has been controlled so much so that we've gone backwards in time. We've gone backwards instead of progressing, we've gone backwards because we took so many low vibrating souls here, as they say, the laggards that came here, the giants that came here, everything here was to work souls into oblivion rather than let souls begin to transform a planet so overview from that one and I think your original statement there was that if we can understand a little bit about who we are then we can understand a little bit about why we are then we'll understand where we are where we are has got to change because we've got to wake up to who we are and why we are. That's the third matter that we have got to deal. We now have got to come into consciousness. That's what people are doing. They are now vibrating. They want to know more. They know something is not right. All the movies that are <laughs> look at the movies that are coming out here now. I mean, yeah, it's, oh, getting, it's
0: getting it's getting a little ridiculous right now with the movies. But it's, it's not. It's getting a little ridiculous.
1: It's not. It's not. It seems ridiculous. There's underlying. Let's just take a few. Uh, Avatar will start, I think, uh, soon, next week or so. Avatar shows the ability of the soul to adapt to any form of matter on any place that's under a sun, okay? Right. Avatar will show we can morph. But look at all the comic books that are telling the children who are just coming in here, which are what they call crystal children. The end goes through now, the crystals are coming in. They know that they can morph anything. It's just reminding them before they're made to forget to remember that they can be and do anywhere. And it's always those advanced souls that morph and lead those people. It's going to show an aquatic people there that gets a soul who was already high, that goes back to them and leads them into a higher consciousness. Look at the thing now. They have um, the men who stare at goats. They said it was a dark comedy. There was nothing comedic about that. I happen to have the original uh, film on that one, which is called Spaznak. Sposnok stands for Special Forces, it's a branch of the KGB in Russia, which have morphed these individuals to stare at you and kill you with your eyesight. That came because of years of study, people don't understand that. You're looking at the movie now, what is this other thing, Uh, Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind. Well, that kind of hurt me because I bought my own Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind almost, uh, what, almost 18 years ago when Spielberg and Lucas came out with Close Encounters of a Third Kind because I had a close encounter. This is what changed a lot of my life. My encounter was nothing horrible about it. In fact, it gave me a privilege to know that there were men in suits of skin called Negroid or black that could do things I couldn't do, and I wasn't being taught that in school. So that let me see that people could bend time, that people could see into the future, that people could read minds. Nobody was teaching me to do it but it helped to awaken me. So when you see Close Encounters of the Fourth Kind, that's another one. Here's 2012. If you look at that movie and you hold those thoughts, you'll bring about disastrous results. Every matter on earth, from volcanoes and water and land and every just all went berserk. That's not a thing to hold in mind and that's not gonna happen that way. But if enough people see it, and enough people are resolute that this is the way it's out and they hold it in their consciousness, they'll be bringing it in because whatever you love, or whatever you hate you think about, and therefore you bring it to you. I say again, these movies are doing both good and bad depending on the consciousness of the people who view it and the intelligence of the people to interpret it.
0: Right. Well, what I meant when I said that they were ridiculous, I think it's because I'm adept to to see the messages and the things that they're trying to tell the people. And and to me, I guess because I can see – that to me, it's just so wide open with what they're doing. I, I have to remember that the average person doesn't doesn't have the ability to have that kind of sight. So I see it now, and it's just like wow, they're just really they're really going hard now. It's, it's almost, but then they've probably been going hard for the longest. It's just that I'm aware I'm aware of a lot of things now than I was before. Um, I have a second question for you. Um, somebody asks uh, about the Jeddah Torah or the evil eye. Are, can you explain that? What is that?
1: What is the evil eye? Yeah,
0: they said the Torah or evil
1: eye. The Jettacora. That, I'm not, yeah. I, I don't know what the Jettacora is. Um, I do know before that was brought up, I think, uh, by the seven there, mentioned Merkaba and so on and so forth, the Merkabah. Uh, as I understand that, now I don't understand what the Jettacora is. Okay, I do understand the evil eye. Uh, the okay. evil, eye, uh, evil eye is when you're actually through the cornea, and through the optic thalamus nerve, you're radiating your thoughts. And the thoughts go out into your field of energy around you. If your field of energy can be projected far enough away, it interferes with another person's field of energy, and they are now captive of yours. That's what you call extending the, mm-hmm. the, the, the field through the chakras again. I don't want to get more technical than we already are, but uh, that's the way I understand it. If that be the case, then I can tie it in with Brother Seven's statement and seemingly whatever came from the chat room, and that is just simply this. We have chakras. Chakras are the original bodies for the soul, but because of the density of our planet, the gravity of our planet, and the low vibration of our planet, we have to get exoskeletons and endoskeletons to support those chakras. So instead of being physical beings, which we're not, the soul beings can now live within the physical. The Merkaba is the alignment of these wheels of life, these energy centers, the things that brought us to this planet and help us sustain under a sun. Once they set up an energy field, it's been called the mer Breaking that down, mer means travel or water or waves. Ka and ba is spirit and soul. So it's a way for the spirit and soul to travel in matter or waves away from wherever they want to another point. Wherever you can project that point, if it's in the evil eye and whatever area you control, a person within that area can be subject to your control. That would be called the evil eye but in the merkaba that's just the highest vehicle of the highest type souls to travel because they don't use spaceships whether it be gravity or propulsion or jet fuel or anything else they use a merkaba the spirit mind control of the waves of energy from the universal prime creator so that's the best i can say for that
0: okay the third question is 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 uh the reptilian draconing uh, gen- is is the reptilian or draconing a genetic anomaly
1: So do that again please
0: I said is the is a is this a reptilian draconian draconian genetic anomaly.
1: A reptilian zirconium. You mean zircon a mineral?
0: No. Reptilian Re- or draconian. Draconian. Or oh, draconian.
1: Is it yes. a reptilian or draconian
0: what? Genetic anomaly. Genetic anomaly.
1: <laughs> well, a genetic anomaly well, we're getting down to genes now. We're getting down to therefore Uh, DNA and and, the helixes within it, is this, well, I don't know if you're going to call the planet a genetic anomaly set up by reptilians, no, because they didn't make this planet. But controlling the planet and trying to make it into a very low vibrational, uh, it would be an anomaly because it's not what the creator wanted, therefore anything that is not what the creator wanted is an anomaly and will not last long. In that sense, I guess you could say, yes, they've influenced it, but they didn't build it, they're just influencing it.
0: Okay. Um, Can the
1: soulless obtain a soul? Yeah, you know, that's something that I was told at one time was impossible. I now begin to believe that there's no such thing as the impossible. It's just a matter of consciousness and who wakes up first and who has the depth and wisdom to understand that there's nothing that the creator cannot do. And as long as you're in the mind of the creator, anything can be. I think we limit ourselves. Um, I do believe that there is a way for those who don't have souls to possibly attract a soul or for those who don't have souls and their matter is gone to have willed so much that they could have had one to be given the opportunity of getting one nothing mm-hmm. on this galaxy or in this cosmos that the Creator cannot do because the Creator is the cosmos I think the closer we come to that understanding then we understand the word impossible should be figuratively
0: um, goddess Isis asked the question she says being that we are all energy and interconnected had the people in the 2012 movie collectively energized their minds to be one mind in harmony, order, and balance, because they have brought the chaos under harmony, order, and balance.
1: Yes. That's my belief. Okay. Um, <laughs> Too succinct an answer, huh? Yes, yeah, I, believe, hey, I like it. I believe, again, in concentrated thought because that's all we are, is concentrated thought. That's why some people can live when others die, come out of fires and everything else, going to have a car and a car seems to go to another car, the impossible happens and they're still alive. Because when we get in strong enough consciousness, this is nothing but a dream illusion anyway. And the more we can understand that life itself is an illusion. You know, I started off by bringing that out, that matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration. Once we understand that, there is no such thing as the impossible. But the impossible can become probable when we begin to admit in the universe that we're in now, rather than understand that we are completely universal, that we're not limited. But we do limit ourselves. Combined mind can do anything. This is what I'm telling people all the time. Get into concentrated thought. We can't hold a thought for hardly a moment. And if we do, we're influenced by something else. When you start getting groups of people concentrating on one thought, you have power. Because that's all we are, a concentration of one thought from the universal prime creator.
0: Okay. Her second question was, um, she says, do you subscribe to everything is mine and nothing gets past the mind, which is thought energy, and evil slash hell, good slash heaven is mindset. Before we act on anything we do, it was a thought first.
1: Oh, I believe in that totally. That's what I tried to say in my way, and I love the way she said it.
0: Okay. Um, it. Another person asked, is it safe to interact with orbs?
1: With orbs? Yes. Okay. Now that's the idea that people see orbs. They see them in woods. They see them in their bedrooms. They see it whenever they're half semi-conscious. Orbs are everywhere. Uh, We're going to see more and more herbs as we get deeper into the fourth dimension, and that's not going to be too much longer because we're, we're in pretty heavy as it is. We'll be coming out of that toward the end of next year into the fifth dimension. Yes, you'll see orbs because many orbs are souls. Uh, souls are nothing but light, they they're lights, they're energy units, if we would. And the color of the soul kind of tells you the kind of energy that's within it or the energy potential of it again. So I would mm-hmm. simply say if these are orbs, by my definition, then orbs are everywhere. And there's a world called a guff where the orbs come from and orbs can begin to change their energy units, but they cannot cease to exist.
0: Wow. Okay. Um, let's see... Is Oregon the element one hundred and fifteen of the periodic table hidden away?
1: <laughs> hey, these the questions
0: they ask me. I mean, they <laughs> hit me. That's, that's very that's interesting. That type, that, those are the type of cats I got. You know what I'm saying? So I'm just, you know.
1: That's very interesting because that gets into quantum physics. And quantum physics is just metaphysics, they just refuse to call it what it should be. So the only physics to me out there worth anything, and I know a lot of physicists will take me to task, but I don't care, I've been taking the task many times, probably will again. I take them to task for being ignorant and being so slow-minded, because they will not suspend their consciousness. Uh, quantum physics is metaphysics, and metaphysics teaches meta means above, and physics is science, if you're going to use the Greek terminology, I think that that's not the best language, but nevertheless that's where it comes from. So anytime you begin to get into the quanta, it means the quanta of matter is the concentration of energy from a mind. And to me, we're all in the mind of the universal prime creator. We're all in the mind of first cause. We are products of first cause. So therefore, quantum simply means that I understand that, that I understand that everything is temporal, not real, and not going to last, and as long as I give it, consciousness and put my energy into it it will last as soon as I change my energy focus and another is not that too shall pass that too will pass by
0: okay um, are dimensions infinite or is there a limitation to them dimensions
1: frequencies resonance vibrations uh, all are just again let me go back as, as uh, at the beginning matter And I started off the show with this because I knew this was going to come up if your audience was really astute and metaphysical. Matter is merely energy condensed to a slow vibration. We are all one consciousness. We're experiencing ourselves multidimensionally. There is no such thing as death for a soul, and life is just a dream that we are subjective, imagining ourselves into. And if you're allowing your dream to become a nightmare, Please wake up.
0: Okay. Um, Another question was, what is tarot cards and their uses for good or evil, or can they be for both?
1: Either. Cards only reveal what's in your mind. Cards, crystals, stones, roams, rhinestones, whatever thing. all of these things are simply parasite, I'm sorry, what do you want to call it now? Numerology. Uh, this other thing, astro- astrology, all of these things are simply using devices to convey the inner thoughts and make them more relevant. Once you're used to going within, you don't need any of them. If that's what helps to trigger you from being able to go within, then this is what you would use. These are only tools to, to the soul when the soul has not found itself yet completely in the physical body that's within. We use physical things when we're physical. We use mental things when we're mental. We use spiritual things when we're spiritual. And we use them all if we're high in consciousness.
0: Okay, uh, Goddess Isis says thank you. Um, She says thank the doctor. You know, so she says thank you. She said that she would like for you to explain the importance of channeling, remote viewing, being one with the cosmic universe, our cosmic ancient ancestors within, being one with the divine intelligent energy that revealed created us.
1: I thought I just said that. Did she write that question? <laughs> did she write that before I just went through my little spiel about matter?
0: Probably. You probably. I can repeat that
1: again, but how many times do I have to do uh, that on you, this show? You don't.
0: You don't, you don't have to. Um, let's see. Uh, okay. This is. Did I ask you the question that says how do we uh, realign energetically with the part of, of our energy already in five D and higher dimensions?
1: You may have, but I don't remember it.
0: I don't remember so, asking. Do that, do that again yeah, for
2: me, but Yeah, he, he, he did. He did answer that question. Oh, he, he did. did.
1: Okay. Thank yeah,
2: you, sir. Yeah, yes, sir. You, yeah, um, okay. If I can say something real quick, you know, so we can definitely uh, get to the to the meat because there's a lot of there's definitely we have. I did compile your recordings, Doctor Blair. When you're ready to receive those, I know you were you were asking about that to be done, and. Um, and so there's a lot of stuff that you've definitely repeated over, and, and I wanted to definitely take some time for some new information to come forth. I, I, I just wanted you to, if you could, to reveal to us the, the power of, of water. We had a small video, actually it was quite a, quite a longer video, but they were examining water and showing that it had memory cells within the water. And I know you talked about the steel water, and then I definitely see that something is going on here where you can change the molecular shape of water and if your body is 70 percent water and let's say you change it to a dodecahedron it would be really easy to assume that shape and whatever comes with with that shape can you elaborate on that some sort? yeah
1: and and for that that they killed dr mona harrison and i refuse to let her memory go because people don't even know her and all she did was become an astute scientist spiritually and and manifested and for that they killed her uh she showed in that film she has two films one is called water water everywhere not a drop to drink and the other is called water on the brain and it is not what you think like not, not the kind of skull that has you know uh, the, the brain and water brain but it shows that consciousness can change water because water is only frozen matter and the mind can work on matter and energy to change it to whatever they want which means that anytime you see water if you can raise the vibrations of that water you can make it will become anything you want it to become whether it's frozen or whether it's heated, it simply means that ever it's heated and it boils away like in distillation, and of course distilled water is just simply evaporated, recondensed three or four times. And the more you do it, the more you get re- the less minerals in it. And the more you get to pure mind. So we are pure mind, and as you well put out there, seven that uh, we are simply 96 to 98 percent. Some only 42 percent, and those are the ones that are all dried out. <laughs> but most of us are water. And so if we can change the minerals in water to crystals and crystals into consciousness, then we can also change ourselves and our blood and everything else, which means that there's nothing we can't do if we wake up inside these bodies to make it conform to our thoughts. And we are all products of what we eat, drink, and think, no more, no less.
2: Mm. Can, uh d- Doctor could you uh, elaborate a little bit on the hormones? I know we were going to get together uh, and put together a package for uh for people that want to build up the herds and the uh, the megaherds as you talked about in the blood and to get on the monotomics so they can begin to get into accelerated thought and quantum thought. can you uh put a, a, a anything in there with the uh with the monatomic gold and the importance of these type of things?
1: Well, I believe in monotomic gold. I've been taking it for twenty years and I hear all the bad things about it. It saved my life or helped to save my life. So I believe in it. Very interesting that at the end of this month the company that I deal with, we are not are no longer be they have gotten so strict on the regulations mm-hmm. for this by touching every Ten bottles of it. You had to test in this and that. They're doing this because they don't want the monotomy go to continue. We're hoarding it <laughs> because okay. I know what it can do. It raises the blood. It potentially raises the blood energy to 121 megahertz. Most bacteria in all can't get over a hundred. And if we could get it at 121 megahertz, not only would our cells vibrate faster, but the cell governor would be able to be sustained. It would not begin to become a free radical and die off because of the pH factors that are low or high. It would be a wonderful thing sustained. You can always tell what's good, too. Whatever is good, they try to discontinue, stop, or <laughs> negate. Just like they're trying to now come up with the Codex Elementarius to govern all these people who are wise enough to try to choose for themselves, they try to take the choice away from it. Why? Because they're scared stiff of the ascension of the planet and they don't want these souls to come back into consciousness. If you ever know what to do, just watch what they tell you not to do.
0: Wow. I mean, but when it's the, what is the. Why? I mean, at the, at the end of the day. <laughs> Why? Like I just I have to ask that question. Like what? Like like why? Just why are they? Why are they like that? Why are they that way? What, I mean,
1: let me make it very simple. Now the thing is, the explanation may not fit the consciousness, and therefore you or anybody else may say no, and that's your choice. There's no truth for you to say what truth is. I give you the fact very simply. We're on a planet that was made by very high beings. To that planet came some who were soulless and ponderous and they were called reptiles. To that planet came souls who were here for experiences and souls that were here because they were sent to a penitentiary and souls that were here for all kinds of different reasons. And because of that, since these Dracons have had hold of this planet for so long, they don't want to let go of it because they feel it's part of them. Now the souls that are coming in are higher in vibration than they are even potentially. And therefore, they don't want to now get off the planet which they feel is theirs. They don't want to let the slaves loose because they worked the slaves very well and become very profitable for it. And it's now time to release the slaves, to release consciousness, and to go to an ascension. And they don't want it because if they – you see, it's like in the movies. Where they come from, if you fail, you don't come back. There's no forgiveness because they're very low vibratory creatures. On the fourth dimension, but very low. So if they fail, they've got no place to go. like rats in a corner they'll do anything to stay their ground because they have no place else to go and that's what it is now as this planet goes to the fifth dimension they are on the fourth dimension they will not change therefore they die we can go to the fifth dimension and adapt and this is why those who can see it are looking for that new light to come that new consciousness to rise it's a battle for the planet and it's now coming to an end the planet is leaving them in higher vibrations and this is why i tell people too if you cannot speed up your vibrations of your mind, and therefore the, this brain governor, the cell governor, you will die. If you take in these things that keep you low, like all these vaccines and all these things and poisons and toxins, you will die of the physical. The beautiful thing is even if you die of the physical, you're a soul, you cannot die completely, you'll get another chance. They don't have souls, they don't get another chance, therefore they're fighting for their very lives.
0: Okay, I'm going to go ahead. we got nine minutes until we reach the top of the hour. For those who are currently listening, if you have any questions for Dr. Delbert Blair, please call area code 347-884-8787. That is area code 347-884-8787. Also, um, Dr. Double Blair, could you please um, shout out your website for everybody to, you know, check you out for those who are listening who are not in the chat room?
1: www.themetacenter.com. That's www.thethe.com. META META and the word center.com the landline is 708 422 6685 708
0: 422 6685 and i thank you we got uh, we got we, we got we got another veteran in the house we got Lennon honor in the building, shout out to Lennon Honor, I'm glad that you're here, helping us moderate the chat room tonight, bro, also make sure you guys check out his website, leninhonorfilms.com. also our co-host, Seven, make sure you guys check out his website, TheWords.Ning.com, also my website, IsisWisdom.com, which I'm sure a lot of y'all are already familiar with, um, we got some callers on the line, and I'd like to take a few callers, um, so we're what, the way I do it is um, I just announce the last four digits of the number, and then I just say, call it you're on the air." So we're going to start with a Chicago number. Um, last four digits: six eight eight zero. Caller, you're on the air. Do you have a question? Uh, no, I don't actually. I I was trying to figure out how to
1: just
2: listen instead of. Okay. Um, sorry.
0: All right, you're fine. Okay. Um, area code two three one last four digits six six four nine caller you're on the air do you have a question
1: yes i have a question all right uh i just wanted to know refraining from food however i feel like it's the only first step towards full ascension and refraining from breath is the next step so if i was to go into that i mean how long way off for the vast majority of us can can do that or is it actually possible well did you say refraining from breath
2: well after refraining from food then you refrain from breath and you can become one with your light body towards ascension i don't know if that's the uh right way to state that Well, it's the way
1: you've stated, so it's the right way for you, at least it's something you're considering. Uh, Breatharians, I've never met one. I've heard of people who say they have them in the Himalayas, there was one who went down uh, down to, I think it was down in Brazil, and had a lot, of join, Joinville, I think they had about 30 years ago, and most of them went inside the earth, supposed to be never to be seen again, whatever that means. Uh, but at and I've never met one. They say it's possible to do, I've heard about Hindu fakirs and stuff that do that, people who reach Samadhi that can do that, haven't met it. Now, as far as refraining from food... Yes. In fact, I think there's a time when everybody should fast and get food so that the body can begin to cleanse itself. The cells can begin to vibrate higher. Other than that, they begin to die off, and if they're really bad off, of course, they become cancerous and this kind of thing, too. So I guess all is possible if we are not really anything but energy anyhow. It's just a matter of where we find ourselves, how much discipline can we exercise rather than talk that's made cheaply. All right. Thank you.
0: Thank you, brother, for calling in. Um, we got another I'm gonna take another call. Area code three two three. Last four digits, five, six, three, zero. You're on the air. Do you have a question for Dr. Delbert Blair? Hello. Okay, I guess they don't have a question. Um, okay, uh now let's talk about the importance. Um, Dr. Blair, about what we consume on our bodies and how much of an effect that will actually have on us in our ascension process, because you know, you, we're used and accustomed to eating a certain kind of way. So how important is it um, that we uh, – what is it that we need to do on a physical level, and how important is it that we remove you know, the types of foods that people have been consuming or we've been consuming? Um, for our ascension process, and if we're even if we don't fast, are we even still able to ascend? So those are a couple questions I had.
1: Okay, well, even if you don't fast, are you able to ascend? Uh, it's according to what you call ascension, and it's according to what you're trying to do. Um, there are people who never fast on this planet, and they go through life. They might outlive some people who do, they may not. I think it really depends on the state of mind. Uh, if you're thinking you're accomplishing things each day and things are in perfect order, then you can get away with murder, literally. You can get away with doing everything that is vibrated, vibratory bad, but you still ascend. However, our planet is changing vibrational rates, and that brings in a whole different ballgame, because when our planet ascends, ascends and you don't keep up, now you've got a different problem. At one time, the planet... Accepted everything that was coming here and put it in order. Some they put into the hells, which means in the inner world. Some they put into the first heaven, which means they're earthbound. Some they lived on that. We have what they call interterrestrials, terrestrials, and extraterrestrials those that live inside, those that live on the surface, and those that live in the heavens. Terrestrials was one of the old names for the planet. So, so <coughs> based on that, if you have the consciousness to do through the will of mind, You can make your body do whatever you want it to do for a limited time. Now, things are changing. Now, the body is going to have to change because the planetary vibration is changing. The planet is going, again, as I state and understand, to be from the third dimension to the fifth dimension. We're in the good parameters. We're going down the halls of the fourth. So therefore, as they say, people will start seeing things, they'll see dark shadows, they'll see dark matter, they'll begin to see everything on the fourth dimension, even new planets and the new rings of Saturn that they're pointing out, because we're now raising vibration, these things were out of our vibrational rate. Just as that happens, people can change theirs too. And if they choose to, by getting into the right foods, and the foods that will now, you know, you cannot, there's another thing too, you cannot process and put into the bloodstream anything in a solid form. If you eat meat, the meat has to be broken down. It either becomes fiber and fecal material or what little good is there that is absorbed into the body. So the bloodstream does not contain all of the foods we eat. It contains the minerals within that food. So if we can get in minerals and the minerals have enough electrolytes or energy, we can live off the mineral kingdom because the smaller the thing, the more powerful the thing. The more powerful the thing, the smaller the thing. We think big is great. Small is always control of the big. The unseen always controls the seen. So if the breath we breathe had minerals in it with electrons in it that were giving off vibrations, we could live on that. If the food we eat is not the food we eat for the fiber, for bulk, it's the food we eat for the energy, for life. So it really depends on what you're trying to accomplish it, and everything is mine. You are what you eat, drink, and think.
0: Mm. Um. I know, I'll just, I mean, uh, someone asked the question, do they have to form a new etheral body to each of their chakras in order to pass to the fifth dimension?
1: Do they have to form an etheric body through each of their chakras in order to get to the fifth dimension? I think that went through. Do we have to form an etheric body? Well, we don't form an etheric body. We enter into the ether which becomes the molecules of whatever we choose to be within in that substance we go into. And in another way, let's put it like this, yes and no. Yes on the theory. Know that any time you think of something, and if you think of it hard enough, you conform to a higher thought, and that thought rules you. We are only subject to what we believe in or don't believe in. We are, this is why people should be dead. They're alive, because of the pure will to take them out of this dimension at the time when this dimension is going through a change and they live through it. We are nothing but mind and the more we use our minds to govern our body, mind, spirit and soul, or the body, spirit and soul, the more we can do things others can't. It's a matter of consciousness. The chakras are only just vehicles. The physical body is only a vehicle. The glands and organs are only vehicles. And these, uh, what do they call these things that come from that again, these um, hormones, are only the product of those vehicles. So you know, when you get a lot of adrenaline being pumped up, you get all hyper and the whole body can do wondrous things. You hear every year if the woman or the child is crossed under a tray or under a truck or anything else, lifts up the crook crooked one hand pulls the body out because they didn't stop to think, they reacted. And unseen always controls the scene. So I think it's a matter of consciousness.
0: And Doctor Black, I gotta tell you, you got my chat room on fire tonight.
1: Well, yeah, you, 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 got to, you, got chat, you got to, I
0: mean, these, they, these chats is really. I mean, they they really getting it in. Um, another question um, was asked: Was does, does monatomic gold raise our vibrations, and how do we know if our vibrations are high enough for the fifth dimension?
1: Well, we don't know if they're high enough to the fifth dimension until we're there, (laughs) and and then we will know. In the meantime, everybody listening, they wouldn't even be tuned to your show unless there was something that's grabbing them. They knew something there is being said because they know things are changing and they're not getting the real answers, but their soul wants to know the answers. So the whole catch here is this. We are what we eat, drink, and think. Because of that, it simply means that wherever you center your mind becomes a consciousness of who you are. Center your mind on you, you change you. Center your mind on something else, you change that. Artists center their mind on something else and they convey their thoughts on paper. Dancers center their mind on something else and they spin through the air and defy gravity because they're not there. This is why creative souls are good at whatever they do. But once you get the ability to live off of what you do, this is why they say if your are at vocation, could be your vocation, you're blessed. Now if our vocation could be the advent of consciousness and the lifting of consciousness on this planet, much as what you're doing now at your show, then look at how much wonder you get from it. Then the impossible becomes acceptable because we're looking for something past the impossible, so the possible is now practical. Everything is impractical or practical based on the states of consciousness. None of it is real. It's wherever we choose to center ourselves.
0: And what foods should we eat that will assist us through the process of ascension? Like, What do you recommend?
1: Liquids. Because everything you get is going to be broken down to a liquid, either, either into an electrolyte, into a mineral, or to a liquid. So consequently, liquids. Now, you got not only, most most whether they'll be, uh, what do you want to call them, allopaths or homeopaths or nutraceuticals or, or pharmaceuticals, all of them agree that small things affect greatly. So if we're getting into liquids, then understand that below liquids or so are uh, what they call colloids or ionic. Most of our products we have are either ionic or monatomic, which means they're very easily absorbed. Anything else, you've got to break it down. That's why we have digestive, amylase, protease, I mean, all these things to break things down. If the things are already broken down, we don't take as much time and energy to break them down. We can use that time and energy to renew and to go forth and set up our own Merkaba, our own energy fields around ourselves. We spend, look at Thanksgiving. People come together Christmas and Thanksgiving and eat, 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 because eating is a joyous time, especially if the things are sweet or they taste good. But then what happens? They go to sleep. It, is, it took so much energy to process the food which is supposed to give us energy, we don't have energy enough to even stay alive. We go to sleep, <laughs> which shows we don't even understand what food is. Food should be in liquid form. And if it's in liquid form, anytime you eat anything and you're tired when you're eating it, it's not food. It's dirty fiber and stuff that we've been called as food. Three for a dollar at, at Big M's and stuff like this, where there's nothing good in it all. But if you can begin that now, after you eat the food, you have more energy, that's food. Most soul food is not. Most soul food kills the soul or makes the soul come out of the body. It kills you.
0: Okay. Um, another question is What role does our ancestral past play in our earthly karmic experience? Can our genetic ties, generational heritage, have such a heavy resonance that it propels or prevents actions or experiences now?
1: Can the genetic ties – can you repeat that last part again, please? Can
0: our genetic ties, generational heritage, have such a heavy resonance that it propels or prevents actions or experiences now?
1: If you believe in the ancestors and that only the ancestors can need you to help out of this dimension, then you forget one thing – we are your ancestors. That's why the DNA is there. You're a composite with 75 trillion cells as put by the Human Genome Project, if we can believe anything they said. You're already a part of your ancestors' body. To call on the ancestors, now people are ashing and ashing, all you're doing is calling on earthbound consciousness, which would be expanding at this time. Many of the souls that were born at that time and died in slavery and mid-passage and all the horrible ways that they did are now already back. They came back as indigos they came back here from about 62 to about 87 they were here to fight or fight they were angry and since these reptiles knew better what we knew about ourselves and the governments that they controlled knew better they started wars for them to fight at instead of coming back to fight injustice and those tyrannies that were right where they were born in the homes and villages and and hamlets and suburbs that they were born they sent them overseas to fight other battles they fight world war one and two and korea and vietnam never was a good war all of them based on lies and we can guess another thing all the wars that started all because of lies but they used up their energy. Then they started fighting. Well, now we're going to get, I'm going to get in deep trouble now. <laughs> then they started fighting the air and cursing, and they call it rap. And they call it later on, <clears throat> I can't say hip-hop, would I? So I only say they use curse words to vent all that. Fighting in the air, acting like gorillas, acting like beasts because they were angry. Where they should have been fighting, they were not allowed. Then they started fighting other people in other lands who had done nothing to them. These crystals are coming in now. They're past all of that. They're here for one purpose, to get it on, on the mental, spiritual plane. They will be able to move objects soon. They can communicate with animals. When they're born, their eyes are wide open, their necks are erect. They talk to the mother in the womb. First trimester, they're ready to come out, but there's not a gestation point, so they're not ready yet. They are the ones that can begin to fight these hybrids. And that's what these abductions are about. These hybrids that these Dracons are taking as they know they're about to die or get off this planet. So they're now to kinda of crossing with different racial species here. Hardest one it is those with melon, and that's why they don't abduct as that many black people. But they want to get a hybrid species here, put them in the ground in these caves, when this mess is over on the surface, let them come up and take over the planet so they still win. That's why you got a lot of, that's a big solution too, by another whole question that's usually asked about why are things happening now. Because They're getting ready to be defeated, but they also want to win even in defeat. Everything that you can imagine is happening on this planet at this time because we're going from the third dimension to the fifth dimension.
0: Okay. um, All right. So let's talk about, is there going to be a lot of people that's going to die next year, coming in 2010? I mean, I I got to go there. You know what no, I mean? I, so, so I people really understand this, I, I know, but I have to. I mean, I, I hate to say it like that, and I don't really mean to say it like that, but I mean, I know really I mean,
2: you know, honestly you know, honestly, you know. Honestly, you know, if if I can if I can just chime in here, you know, just because I, I know definitely the doctor had definitely brought forth some information, but. And you know we we've talked about this, so it's better for individuals because we all do still see everything that's going on as more of a reason to get proactive about ascending. Like every situation that's presenting can work out in one's favor, but it is time for the training wheels to come off. And and I know personally that you know there there's supposed to be a huge interaction with a lot of the constellations uh, that emit certain kinds of energy next year, what they just call the year of the light and the involvement that the Mayans had with their serpent worship and things like that. So, you know, um, I do do think, you know, just in saying that, that, you know, people should be really aware that they do now have to, to deal with the situation. Train wheels are coming off.
1: Yeah, you either ascend or you die. It's just that simple. We die each night, but we, yeah. don't, we don't fear it. You say, I'm sleepy. I got to go to bed. I got to get me some sleep because you know that the body is so worn out, so depleted of energy, that the soul must come out of it so the body can get rid of all the poison and the waste, that's why the breath smells and the urine smells and defecation is there, because we're so full of toxins, we've got to let that body recharge. So we come out of the body, and we let it recharge. We recharge, really, <laughs> and come back into the body. So let's just say that there is no such thing as death for a soul, okay? But you can sure ascend, transcend, or descend. That's up to you, whichever one you're going to do. You can't die being a soul. But it's the lessons learned while the soul is encased in a body that go on to where the soul will progress or degress to. So it's simply a matter of consciousness. As far as losing the physical body, lots of people will do that because it's now going to take a conscious, mental, spiritual action to get past that. You're now going to, not going to be able to lip service, I'm going to fast or I didn't do this. You don't do it, <laughs> then your soul will great. See, you can lie to everything but yourself. Anybody who lies to themselves is a fool. Because you better start instead of criticizing others, start with yourself. Get yourself straight. When you feel perfect within, you'll be looking perfect without and souls will be able to see that without saying a word to you. If not, you have frailties like then, why try to help somebody else if you can't help yourself? So it's a matter now who stays alive, who dies, who ascends, who descends. It's all up to you. Start with self.
0: But 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 we are looking at some some some, some, some significant um, things that are going to be that are going to start taking place in 2010 correct? they're
1: already taking place
0: everything okay.
1: that was in each month each month that we just passed through had a transitional thing something new was introduced and okay. now we're seeing the results of those things being introduced they got codex elementarius now to ban everything good that you can think of taking put it into a law what's the law as one of your presidents said, it's just a piece of paper when he referred to the Constitution. It's just a piece of paper. It's a matter of what you adhere to in mind and what becomes a rule. There is no kind of way a billion people can subdue six billion people, and it's not even a billion of them. It's a matter of what they make us put up on ourselves because of fear and following laws that they don't follow themselves. Do not what the master tells you. But what the master of consciousness, who you came from, dictates to you because you are part of that mind. Leave their world alone. Get into your own.
0: Okay. Um, A question came through. Um, Someone asked about the enlightenment uh, of Venus and the sun in 2010. Can we use the energy that is being pushed here? Can assist us in our meditation?
1: Well, Venus, as far as I understand, and again, Brother Seven mentioned that at the beginning of the show, and I thank you, Brother Seven, because I know it's a lot you could say in giving me this time <laughs> to speak my own. But I do realize that you're a beautiful, brilliant, a wisdom teacher. So, as I say, if you wish to chime in there, I can understand it. I had most of my say now, but I will say this: as far as I understand, Venus is a planet under Dracon control. But Venus now as I believe the Chinese astronomers, I don't believe most of our astronomers because they're paid off and scared to not get tenure and not get sabbaticals and not be able to get uh, grants. But our planet now has so many chemtrails, we didn't even touch that, so many things now that we look like Venus from space, one of the pictures I've seen, because these cards have put on all this false atmosphere to control the weather, to control the minds, control and call on what they call this, what do they call this thing, um... Global warming, which there is no such thing, but there is now because nothing can escape. They got this big blanket over every damn thing. President, I hate the curse I get angry for what they're doing to this planet, just like they did to Venus. So the thing is again, let's not worry about what other planets are doing we got a big enough challenge on this one. If we can get this one right, as little mitochondria, little cells who came here with consciousness of souls, if we can get this one right, it won't matter what they do because they will cease to exist on our parameters. It's just a matter of what each individual here decides, what collectively we do together, and what the Creator tells us to do that we listen to.
2: Indeed. Seven,
0: you have some people that... uh Yes, you, you have some people in the chat room that actually had a a question for you, um, but I'm going to wait for them to ask the question. Um, all right, so um, all right, so we're going into let's see another set of questions. Uh, okay, one Goddess Isis asked the question: What is the difference between believing and knowing? Belief and
1: knowing simply semantics and whatever constantly we put into words. um, What you believe you may not have proof of, but proof is something that only physical reality teachers and pragmatists look for. Knowing everything is in the all-knowing. We come from the all-knowing. We are part of the all-knowing. That's why we know all. But we know little if we now must dissect what we know and being taught how to rethink. You know, when the University of Chicago, when, if we go to this guy's name now, um, started as a chancellor over there at one time and you know, all, they got together over there and they said, we're going to change history. And they made up the word history, simply meaning this. they That is history. They took all the things, their first degrees, and I'm not, I know I'm on a little far fresh here, but I want to get into this. They took the best degrees and granted the first, de- the first degrees in, in Egyptology over at the University of Chicago. They took all the other books and got together with Cambridge and Dartmouth and Harvard and got together and said, we would now teach a new parameter. We're going to change history and make history ours. So it's not like you say they burned the books. They wouldn't allow other books to be taught. They had to have you quote certain people until you could quote it. The more you could quote it, the better degrees they gave you. Until now, we don't even know the real history of Earth, which is a mystery. It's the same thing here. Whatever you fall subject to by your controllers, you believe. Pretty soon you forgot that it was not the truth because the truth was never told. The truth is always out there. The truth is always in there. It's within you. Once you're given the time, the right food, the right water, the time to think, you become dangerous because now you will think Past the realms of those who are your controllers and slavers. you take it to the realms of the consciousness of those who want you to ascend. And your whole reason for being is because either you needed it, wanted it, and got it, or you wanted it, didn't know you needed it, and got it anyway. You get it straight here one way or the other, because this is a hard taskmaster. It's a hard classroom, but that classroom is ascending. There's still hope for everybody. Uh,
0: someone's asking questions about... Um 11-11, why do we keep seeing it? What is the significance with these numbers? Um, I had a friend of mine tell me uh, that they were waking up every morning um, between 3.15 and 3.33 in the morning. And then there's these 11-11s. Even my daughter said something to that something to that effect of 11-11s. Why do people keep seeing these numbers or these sequential numbers? Well,
1: it could be numbers of reason. I see 7 11. Okay, <laughs> uh, there are other people to see three, sevens, the are other people to see twelves. It's a matter of wherever energies your time is relative. We see what we're supposed to see. These may be code words, what they call uh, there's a Fib- Fib- Fibonacci series words. This may be simply a code by the eleventh density that you came from the eleventh ray. Hard to know, but these are awakening numbers. Some of these numbers, and this is going to be at the negative side, are implanted numbers where when you're in these hospitals and stuff, they put chips into you. And some of these are parameters by which these chips are supposed to be activated. There was a movie out called Telephono about 25 years ago. A telephone rang, the voice said something, and a person went into a comatose state and remembered all the things that they were supposed to do were evil. Some of these numbers are sequences that we came in on as souls. Some of these numbers have been implanted and are supposed to make us wake up and do good things or bad things. Many things else, you know, they talk about sacred geometry. Symbols. Numbers are one thing. Symbols are another. If numbers become the symbols, it's an awakening thing. Symbols are better than numbers. This is why crop circles are there and patterns are there because one picture is worth a billion words. One picture may, we, we may wake up in one portion of the brain, everything that we've got locked in there, and that symbol does it. Right now, we're reduced to numbers. As we get more into the 50 dimension, they will become symbols. That's what the crop circles are trying to show. They're all portals um. of awakening stored in the brain, in that big cosmic right brain, which can go and do anything, is now awakening symbols.
0: What does it really mean if, if a person is contacted by a particular deity?
1: Well, it's according to the deity they believe in. Did the deity identify his or herself? How often was this? Was this from childhood or after they took some drugs? You know, it all depends. Deities have names. Angels have names. Angels are angles. Everybody's got an angle out here. The only deity you need is your creator's deity. You create other deities. You may have been other deities, or because of whatever you're doing, you may draw forth other deities. It's a matter of consciousness. Yes. Seven.
2: I mean, Blair is just a master with the words. I mean, it's just smooth. I mean, you can the flow of everything is just so smooth. I'm I'm really sitting down. I would love to be the observer and and the student at any any point. And you know, I've been watching Dr. Blair's work for for four years. And he did leave off the spotlight for a while. And then we were out of all the people that I see out there, I can personally say. And there's a lot of members of the resistance and people who have our information. You know, Blair is definitely the only one I've seen personally out there that's really saying it like it is and, and pointing people back into themselves, and that's just so important right now because of the transformation. Because there's a lot of confusion with uh, understanding the stories of the deities and the gods and things like that. It's you know, it's not it's, it's not a light matter. And um, and I just wanted to to just say uh, thanks personally for for coming forward and and uh, bringing the information to us.
1: Well, thank you, brother, and believe me, I say there with tears in my soul. It's hard for me to cry, but I can cry. I've seen myself cry. I paid a heavy price to do what I'm doing. And to my dead wife, uh, if I did any less, I wouldn't be able to stand myself. As I say, she was poisoned because she was my mate. Uh, we were both poisoned. I lived. And I asked them, you know, if you took her, why did you leave me? And you better give me a reason or you won't have to search for a devil we will be right on earth. And I mm-hmm. sat in a room for three weeks. I was in a defecate urinate. I did nothing. I lost ninety pounds, and I wow. sat there wanting to die. And they wouldn't let me. And I said, "If you let me live, then you let me. You better give me some vengeance or some understanding, or you're going to have the. You'll have to worry what the devil is you will be Blair on earth." They did reveal that to me. I went through a big transformation, and I pray each night to be able to say what is truthful, to stop lying to myself and to any others, and no matter who comes forth to say the same thing. I think if I do that, I gain life, I gain recognition for the dead wife, and I gain recognition for anybody who's on the path. So, brother, I can only say you don't know how much you made me feel good with that, and I thank you so very much.
0: All right, Amira Hall has a question, and the question is, will disease disappear or will people begin to heal from conditions that doctors cannot heal?
1: Um, I, I, I was kind of. Uh, I had another phone ringing here. I'm sorry. Can, would you repeat part of that, please? I'm sorry, Sister Wisdom.
0: Um, Amira Hall asks, "Will disease disappear, or will people begin to heal from conditions that doctors cannot heal?"
1: Oh, it's according to the doctor.
0: <laughs>
1: Physician heal themselves. Most doctors, medical doctors and allopathic doctors, die by 62, so I don't think they're good examples. Uh, but nevertheless. Um, The consciousness of healing is within, and in the herbs, in the water, in the air, in the energy that is everywhere. People with melanin have to go natural. They have to deal with light. They must deal with sound. They must deal with the herbals and green things of earth, the chlorophyll containing. The only difference between human hemoglobin and plant chlorophyll is one magnesium molecule. We're plants in ascendancy. Everything we ingest, If we ingest it on a higher plane, pH factor 7 or above, 120 megahertz, we become powerful gods while still alive. We do this anyway by the use of hormones, but the hormones only affect certain glands. When we affect all glands through all chakras, we are one with the creator. We are now ascendancy to the ninth chakra and beyond. We are now one with the universe. Used to be people could do that. And when they needed other lessons, they used pyramids and things like this to go to other planets, to go to the ends of the cosmos. You know, it's another thing, too, just kind of rambling a little bit. People want to get into space propulsion. And they say jet fuel can't do it. you got to get uh, magnetic fuel. That can't do it. The fastest means of propulsion is pure thought. Think where you are and you're there instantaneously because you change vibrations. We will soon learn that the Merkahaba and the Ba'avakahala, uh, which is in the Kabahala, is simply a vehicle of choice. Be where you are, wherever you are, be there now. Be at the end of the cosmos, be at the end of the rainbow. Wherever you sit that's where you are and you can build with whatever material you find there.
0: Okay, um, a question. Uh, the past two years, this, this person says, in the past two years, whenever they sneeze, they temporarily see intangible, trans, translucent, either strings or stings in their vision field. What is that exactly?
1: That's hard to explain. Um, one thing, we, we, we have to first get past the physical. Some strings and floaters and stuff are in the eye because they're bacteria that die in our eye, and we reflect it through the cornea uh, again into the iris, which photographs it. We cannot see, we, you know, is it, I ha- if you're talking transcendental, if you're talking metaphysical, then we see on the 12, limited 12 spectrum infrared to ultraviolet but that is not the end of the spectrum it is simply what we're built to see within a 12 spectrum uh, diameter if we're talking about thoughts we can see anything we want in our mind it's just that our brains can't focus on anything that's not already seen by the eye and the eye can't see with anything that's not already registered on the brain that's where we're limited by these stupid crazy reptile brains but in total consciousness you're everywhere you can see anything you just want to and ask to and will be there. And if necessary, we come into the star body. We come out of our bodies and see whatever the astral body can see. We're limited only by our consciousness. We're limited only as souls who are fledging and baby-like. These souls are becoming mature now. We're becoming mature now.
2: And the sky's the limit, literally. I, I do, I do um, have a question. Yeah. I, I do yeah. have a question. Um, I just, Okay, so about five or six years ago, I went through a major transformation where I went through something, something of an activation where nodes and things were turned mm-hmm. on in my, my brain and I was perceptive of, of light and information through light. And I think I I took a download, I really was playing around with ultraviolet light and I took a download of about, it seemed to be like 60 million years worth of information and and that that information was starting to be unpacked by the brain, which was very slow at first, but now very fast. So, I recall things all the time of, of what was in that information and I wanted to ask personally, what happened to the Brotherhood? Because when I had made this transformation. It was. I thought when I looked out the curtain that I was going to see the Matrix world or something because it was such a strong transformation. I had no, no. Uh, I didn't understand the potential of the energy that I was about to deal with. But when I, I felt so much inside that I was then going to be able to find others that were like myself and that were on this high accelerated level of, of not only just thought but also of ability. But I found that I found all these, the brotherhoods that were that, uh, tainted with, with uh, all sorts of stuff, even from Agartha to Shambhala to the Masons to the What really happened?
1: The brotherhood became the sisterhood. The sisterhood became the netherworld. We had worked. <laughs> they took these souls coming in, and unless they were born, uh, what do you want to call it, um, You know, at home with home birth and stuff like this, they took these souls, and in the first 72 hours of their birth, they gave them seven and eight shots, including hepatitis C and everything else. They put chips into them, and these babies then were left the hospital encrypted, chipped, and under control. Then, they had to spend their years of confirmation, or their years of, what of, when they say, of involvement, of, 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 of just trying to get back to where they came and be first race. This is why, born in these hospitals nowadays is a very dangerous item because they're going to put shots into you, they even try to put, well, you know, they try to get the series on you. My whole point is this, this world has, when these serpents who control this planet, or who have dominated the control of this planet, saw what was going to happen, they start looking into their future. They said, we have got to stop this, we've got to infiltrate these societies, we've got to stop people from expanding. And they've been very successful. There are 96 dead microbiologists now with 15 missions missing over the last four years. Why? Yes. Because they either worked on a project, and the people that they worked on, they killed their loved ones and stuff, they got a vendetta going, they killed them, or they knew too much, knew that they'd be able to tell people what all the swine flu and foolishness really is, and therefore they killed them. It's the same thing with the death of a mind. Once you kill your mind, you kill your soul. Because, let's see, the mind is a brain for the spirit. They took the spirit out of things here, because they didn't want the spirit to rise in the consciousness of people while these souls were still embodied. That's why they kill off all the inventions that are good. That's why they got coda cherries teri- again here. They've done a good job of holding us back. Now, in spite of them, the very planet that they're trying to hold back, the denizens, the mitochondria, the people on it, they now are going to have to be, have their hands put behind their back. They can't do anything to pro- the progress of this planet, but they're trying everything to get it, attempt to do it.
0: Um, someone uh, asked a question about Barack Obama. They asked, was Barack Obama a draconian or a reptilian? And they said because sometimes when he speaks, he stutters. And, you know, they just want to know what, what's the deal with what, – what is the deal with Barack Obama?
1: Let's say this. I refuse to speak on the President of the United States for various reasons. I say what is obvious to the soul is obvious to the eye is obvious to the ear. When he was speaking from the soul – You heard him. The words flow like they flow through me when I speak from the soul. When you have to become pragmatic and weigh your words, you stutter and everything else. And if your soul has already been awakened and now you're putting in dead fuel into it, you will stutter. And you will also see things go lower in vibration. Every cell reacts to that. You cannot play with highs and lows without, again, let's put it like this. And I heard what you said, but I'm going to answer it my way. Three types of energy that a planet under a sun like this one can operate on. Org is the first one. Org means original, organic, orgasm, organism. It means a flow of life force from the first cause. It can operate on magnetics, north and south pole. Magnetism that either repels or draws. Magnetic energy is very strong. It's the spirit. It's what the pineal gland loves. The third energy is electricity. Can't get any lower than that, but they've succeeded. They not only took and made electricity the parent energy here, but they put extra low-frequency elf waves, which we didn't even get into, too, into propagation now on microwave ovens and hair dryers and cell phones and digital TV. So whatever you choose to operate on, that's what you get. When you're trying to reach souls and you want to influence people, you operate on a higher place. When you begin to start pragmatically and and try to operate through military advisors and stuff, you operate on the magnetic place. And when you get downright doing things that you know are not true or saying that are not true, you operate on the lower place. We choose whichever field we choose to operate within. All three are available to us now.
0: Okay. um, I have a call coming in uh, from California. Um, Caller, you're on the air. Hello, Caller. Is that me? Yeah.
2: Oh, that's, this is Lennon. Hey, Lennon. Hey, how you doing?
0: Fine. How are you?
2: Good. Good. You know, I'm in the chat room and I just want to, um, well, thank you and thank uh, Sevon of course, but I just want to express to uh, Dr. Bird in the chat room right now the energy that's there and the, the amount of support and just the volume of people and the volume of um, conversation that's in there. It's very, very powerful. And I just want to just say on behalf of everyone who's in the chat room that we are we appreciate everything that you've done uh, for so many, we're talking decades, and you've literally helped so many of us to, you know, come out of um, our slumber, and I just want to just speak on behalf of everyone in the chat room, and everyone agrees, we send you love and positivity, we thank you um, from our soul, we thank you, we, we really appreciate all that you've done for us.
1: And you, again, like uh, Brother Seven, you make me choke up, like I say, I don't choke up to pain, I choke up to to consciousness, and To hear you say that helps because, as I say, I've been through a lot. So I appreciate that. I will also say to people too, pragmatically, because I have a huge overhead still in the organization, buy some of our products, we research them, and I see the problems, and what we reveal on our website are solutions to the problem, whether it be monatomic gold, whether it be the, um, what can I say? the diodes, whether it be magnets, whether it be brain boosters, sex enhancements, whatever it is, buy from us. And, of course, that way, of course, you know, corporations are going to buy from me. I always tear them apart. So buy what we have. Buy some of my tapes directly uh, and things like this. And I can only
2: say thank you. I mean, I, I just wanted, I, I, if I could chime in real quick, Dr. Bly I just wanted to let you know we're definitely going to be working on getting you a new site together and, and passing those keys into your hand and getting it. And getting those products put together in packages and getting it out to the people because it it's really we've been waiting. We, we it's all coming together now I always say twenty ten is really the rollout year, but we've been waiting uh and people are waiting and they're ready and and they're and they're ready to do what they need to do and and you know and spend what they need to spend and to to get to their next level because this I always say this you know we we were told we were going to be fine by the year two thousand and it came and went, and especially i'm i think I'm happy to go half crystal but I, we, for the Indigos, it was really a, a big disappointment to not see we were doing the Jetsons, and now we have an opportunity to be able to do that, and you bring in your knowledge for us, as I said in the in the, the comments, that that is going to allow us to complete, you know, what we set out to do, so it's a great time for all of us.
1: Thank you, uh, and I sincerely hope that you're right, and I think that you're right, and in fact, down on my show, I know you're right.
0: Um, there's a, I got a question for you. Um, someone asked, uh, can you define the difference between the gods, the creator, angels, demons, etc.? Oh,
1: wow. Well, stratification, they're all one same because they all come from the same source. And people say, well, how can God, this good, create evil? God didn't create evil. God is. We, in thinking, more from the... I go back... Well, okay. <laughs> this is interesting because I started off with an answer for questions, and yet I understand that I can only embellish in what I already know. Um the creator I call universal prime creator. That's the best I can think of in using adjectives and descriptive descriptive adjectives and nouns to say creator is. From the creator, you get ascension or descension, left or right. You get lateral or physical up and down perpendicular movement. Therefore, you get co-creators and gods and so forth. Most things that are temporal, that don't last long and are very little substance, Especially when they use uh, three letters and letters like this or whatever again are usually seen backwards If you take God and you spell it backwards, what do you get? If you take devil and spell it backwards, what do you get? If you speak evil and spell it backwards, what do you get? These are just ways of showing the mirror of reflection of consciousness We become the opposite of what we can be because the soul doesn't know who he is or who she is Therefore, we go out and create our own things to metamorphosize what we really are, we are all those things we have within us in ourselves, are all these things we see, good and bad. We are manifestations of thought, and thought is where we came from. We are thetas.
0: Mm. I-, I love it. There are there are people in here that um that that are uh that are definitely expressing their gratitude to you. Um, one person asked, can you please? Tell us where we can get meditation techniques that can help us with our ascension.
1: I have a tape called Techniques of Meditation, and I do workshops, 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 <laughs> which are even better than the tapes because it's hands-on, but I can't do it for about 30 people at a time. But um, there are different forms of it. I've been blessed enough to use two pretty pretty well. One is called The Golden Sun, and the other is called The Sound of Silence. Uh, Meditation, of course, can come from within. It can come from without. I simply practice a couple that have been very good. Other than that, I do have a CD tape called Techniques of Meditation. It is not the only form. I don't know it's the best form. It's the form that I best utilize and it's helped a lot of people.
0: Okay. Giftmates um, ask can one be evil or mean-spirited? Hold on. I've been lost them. They're moving too fast. Hold on for a minute. I lost them. Can one be evil and mean spirited and be enlightened at the same time?
1: There are many who are enlightened, and the enlighteners, or those who have been enlightened through them, may be mean and evil. They reflect only the gross. When things are said, there was a thing called backward masking. It was a machine that they made the guy leave the country for. It made it. He would take tapes of a person speaking and play it backwards, and sometimes along that line, the very contradiction of what was being said by the mouth was being said when you play it backwards. Again, it showed a backward way. When we follow that that is less than what we know, and less than what we can shoot for and achieve, we go backwards, and then where we speak backwards, we act backwards, we do things that are evil and bad. As I said before, spell evil backwards, it's live. Spell devil. Spell lived backwards, it's devil. We can become our thoughts, or we can become more than our thoughts by tuning to the thoughts of the Creator. It's a matter of us. We choose what we want to be. We are the product of our thoughts.
0: Okay, and that that applies. Well, actually, they re, they reposted it. They said, can one be evil, or mean-spirited, and be an enlightened, conscious individual at the same time? But that's basically the same answer, correct? Same way. Okay. Um, Another person had asked, what are your thoughts about the energy on the energy in Africa at this time?
1: Africa is a very interesting continent. Of course, it's not the names that any of these continents used to have, and it's not the same. In Gabon, West Africa. Uh, they now have found what they call an, a natural atomic reactor. When I saw that phrase in one of these uh, CNN things or one of these, uh, you know, these these august researchers, I said, what is a natural atomic reactor? What they said was they had found a reactor type unit there that rather than to say somebody was smarter than them at one time and was there, they simply a natural thing. Okay. In Gabon, West Africa now, there's a five-mile area where magnetism is coming out of the ground. That magnetism is so strong it's beginning to knock out the satellites which run by electricity around the world. It is one of their pragmatic things that is it's giving them fits. They're telling you that the United, that the United States, that the world is uh, is losing its magnetism. One of the biggest lies ever told. The world is becoming more magnetic through our second sun, which we are now a binary star-sun system. They won't tell us that. I have people around the world taking pictures of it, and I was one of the first ones to suggest that. Three years ago, to take the cameras out or Polaroids where you develop on the spot, take the sun, not ascending, but take the sun as it sets and photograph it. At first you could see it when it was ascending. That's now changed. You now see it when it's setting, descending. And if you take a picture of it, you'll see that there are two of them. They're almost becoming one now, and the vibration of that energy is so strong you cannot see it. Even with the chem bio trails, which they spray every day and try to keep our world in density and and, and try to bring on global warming, it shines through that. You look at it long enough, you have to go into astrocyte in order to stand it. You don't maybe look into it because it's emitting magnetism. Magnetism is coming out of Africa. Magnetism is coming out from the opening at the poles of our earth by which he breathes. Magnetism is awakening the spiritual consciousness. And magnetism will take us into the higher dimension of orgasm and organism when you go into the fifth dimension. We are in a process of change. We're in a process of consciousness. We're in a process of ascension.
0: Okay, now let's talk about – let's let's focus a little bit more on this second, son, because, you know, they've been talking about this whole thing – um, first of all, it's to my understanding that, in fact, our current solar system, actually we're actually the aliens that's coming into the Milky Way at this point because we actually belong to a different solar system. And now that we're uh, now we're currently in the, the our new home or our new solar system, my uncle who works for NASA was schooling me about this. You know what I'm saying? He was talking about how we were, um, you know, if you have an infrared light, you can actually see, like, our actual solar system and it doesn't even look um, you know, with the with the stars surrounding it and so forth and so on, it actually shows something completely different. But the way I understood it was, was that we are in a binary solar system at this time. But here's 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 the uh, question: People are, are are thinking that the second sun I've heard, Planet Nibiru, um, Planet X, if you will. Um, they talked about this, this particular being, I mean, this particular body that was found back in 1983, spotted with the IRAS uh, infrared camera. And I am um, I know that this, this particular uh, second sun that you speak of was seen back in 2003, and now it's starting to receive, uh, resurface itself. I'm hearing things like the tail of, of this particular planet, the moons, and so forth and so on. And this planet was talked about in the ancient Sumerian text, which comes around every 3,600 years, and I've heard every 26,000 years. So can you please, once and for all, smash all that so people know exactly what's going on? Because I'm confused.
1: Well, I'm not a particle accelerator. I'm not into smashing. I'm into combining and segmenting to look at each part as a whole and put the whole together. I think all of them are right and all of them are wrong because they're holding thoughts based on their consciousness. Now, if they're lying in their thoughts for grants. For, what do you want to call it, for sabbaticals, for, <laughs> for all the other things that they give when you do to and say the things that they want you to, that's one thing. If they believe right. what they're saying, then they ought to come together themselves and compare notes with whoever it is, whether it's, an astro- whether it's a uh, meteorologist, whether it's, again, an um, uh, astrophysicist, whether it's a geophysicist, all of them come together as one. I think a little bit is all. I have a, a tape out called Toes, The Theory of Everything. And I break each one down, the Creator helped me, that's hard to do, a little old layman like me, I did that, and it's on that tape. Each one of those theories is carried out. All the theories. What is not theory is consciousness of the Creator, who is theoretically dividing us into different groups to see how far we will go and how far we will take things. In answer to that, pragmatically, there is no such thing as the truth. The truth is only as you seem it to be, and as I told you, there was a truth fact out there again. The truth mm-hmm. is where you perceive it, and when you find others to perceive it as you do, you like their truths, therefore you stick with it. We are a planet of high ascension. Higher truths have different kind of consciousnesses. We will find ourselves at home on wherever we find things that make us, you know, when we take it too far, we're not uncomfortable. <laughs> but the Creator is as far as we can go. So each one adopts what they think they can live with, no more, no less. Even scientists do that. Scion means to know. Most scientists don't, and that's why they're scientists. They're supposed to be searching for the truth. When they find the truth and do not progress, that means they're now stagnant. So I simply say all of that is real. Nibiru, I've heard, being an asteroid that is able to, uh, to change orbits, and like a police governor, it's like the Death Star, when it comes around that it says every species that is in this part of our galaxy is on it and wherever they come to a planet, whether they're water creatures, and that's what Avatar is trying to show, whether they're land creatures, whether they're flying creatures, there's somebody on there in higher consciousness that will go and try to talk to them. These reptiles know that when that comes around, they're going to pay for what they did, because they're like the police force. But they don't kill. They make you live with whatever you're doing and take you to a place where you can do it. Half the people that are creating hells couldn't live in them. So this is what we're getting. We're getting time for justice, a time for awakening. All of these are only neat theories, and like I say, I could get into that for the next half an hour, but I do have a tape It's called The Theory of Everything. I have another tape called to- uh, Tease, Terrestrials, Extraterrestrials, and Aliens. All of those address the problem of consciousness, but the problem of consciousness is not without, is within.
0: Okay, um, we have, I think, 15 minutes left, and I'm going to take three more questions. Um, uh, uh, the, the one question was asked, uh, by Goddess ISIS, she says how can we gain how can we regain Africa under our control and what are your thoughts about reparations?
1: Well I think reparations should be granted because they grant reparation to everything else. You know, the people ask for it, you mess over somebody now you pay your way back. They won't even pay our way back. So I'm saying that right. as an African. But as a universal person with some African blood, I've got every kind of blood in my veins, period. I didn't come into this soul body here as an African. Uh, what was done with Africa, I've had to study. What was done to Africa, I've had to study. I've seen good and I've seen bad in Africa. The Hutus and Tutsis fight each other because they are under the domination of mind. They had no reason to fight each other. They don't even know who killed the president and started that whole mess. But again, we're dictated to. They're good Africans, they're bad Africans. They're dumb Africans, they're wise Africans. They're dumb everybody, they're wise everybody. But everybody is born on each continent for a certain thing. You're born on a continent you can best learn from experience. That's why you're born here. You have to travel to these others. In many cases, and I simply and I understand, at least 250 million, maybe more, Africans were killed. I'm not saying that, but not all people that are black and Negro came from Africa. Some came from Namuria. Some came from hyperborea before the, before the magnetic shift. Some were right here in the United States. I mean, so much has gone on here. And there's another thing that gets me, too. And I heard what they said, but here's another thing. I was in hypnosis. I, it came naturally to me. I worked on a hypnotherapist. I have hypnotized white people. I have hypnotized black people. It took me 13 months with my racially-invicted consciousness to understand that when I got into what they call past-life regressions, I would ask these people what they look like and it was as though I hadn't asked the questions. When I finally started getting answers, and they're like "Well, what difference does it make, I had people saying, oh, I'm brown. I had people saying, oh, I'm white. I had white people in brown bodies, I had brown people in white bodies, and it took me 13 months to get over my prejudice that whatever we like or hate, we're drawn to. I think that's the course of the universe. I think everything here is what we want, what we think of, and what we do.
0: Okay, well, uh, another question is, well, what about the inner sun in Shambhala? How does this sun affect us?
1: Well, the inner sun is what is the co- cause of the aurora borealis. Now, I know that is not what they teach, but the inner sun shines out through polar openings. I believe in the theory of eternal ice, and I believe in the theory of cosmology that this is a hollow planet, that all yes. planets under a sun are hollow, or they could not exist under a sun. And the little right. suns are the souls, or little cells in these, in these cubicles that we call our planet, and they must stream that light because that's the only way they can stay with the universal creator. Every planet has its own energy field, and it is the energy field of the inside planet, the soul of the planet that is changing. That's why we, as little mitochondria, must change our little soul lights, too. This is a whole point. Everything streams from without to within, and everything within must stream without. Our planet is undergoing change, just like we're undergoing change. And, yes, I do believe that there is a hollow Earth and there is sun streaming out. And when that sun hits the refraction of our own magnetic field from our outer sun and with the, all of these other things, that's when you start getting the aurora borealis. And for those who said it was only because of chemtrails, no. Before they were spraying 20 years ago, you still had the aurora borealis. It shows the temperament of the inner earth, acting with the magnetic resonance of our own planet's chakras and reacting to give you that, what they call the
0: aurora. Okay, another question was, how do you feel about Oregon Energy Blasters made from crystals and metal shavings? I think they work. Hmm. <laughs> That's simple think, enough.
1: Yep, I think they work, and I wish more people would make more of them.
0: Wow, I got people saying this is the best Dr. Blair interview they have ever heard. <laughs> Because you,
1: because you and Seven allowed me to talk, you answered the questions, and you waited for my answers rather than imposing your own consciousness. And that's what is beautiful. It takes me far afield, and lets me feel comfortable, and lets me relax, and say what must be said.
0: Okay, we got 11 minutes left on the call. Um, again, please plug your plug yourself in, um, Dr. Blair, please. Let's talk. Let's talk about your ascension packages. I know, hopefully you and seven are going to begin to work together. I want to try to squeeze in there some kind of way too as well. You know, um, how do people get Dr. Blair's packages, you know, your ascension package? What would it, what would it do to assist a person's life? You know, how can we get, get what do we need to do to get your stuff, Dr. Blair? First
1: of all, they need to go to my website, which I pay a lot of money for, and all the banks I have to pay in order to process credit cards, and that's www.the com, not by way of Blair Biz and through some of these other people who steal from me every day and they know it they steal my tapes and they put me on YouTube and, and PayPal and everything else again and MySpace but it's good because it gives me recognition so even though they steal from me they're given to me because you can't stop a, 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 a thought whose time is due so www.themetacenter.com landline 708 422 6685 www.themetacenter.com Dot com. Landline, 708-422-6685. And we carry professionally monatomic gold, as I say, by the end of this month, unfortunately, that's going to be denied because they don't like the gold because the gold does work. We have monatomic gold, 15 different kinds. We have magnets, 40 different kinds. What do magnets do? Magnets speed up healing and take away pain. Magnets work on putting the iron that's in the blood to work. In other words, we have in our red blood cells iron and oxygen. The oxygen speeds up the heating with any break or tear or fracture or anything else. So when you put a magnet around that area, it begins to heal faster because of oxygen. People are having sports injuries now and sprained ankles and broken ankles, and they're taking hot and cold applications. That's barbaric. You take a strong magnet. You wrap it around the wound. It cannot uh, it will heal because the swelling is from white blood cells to kill off poisons and toxins and bacteria. Bacteria cannot live in a strong magnetic field. So as soon as you a say, a 5,000 gauss magnet around it, you start instant healing. And everything in your body now is directed toward that healing. It tells the cell governor to start healing, and everything heals faster. Twice the time it takes, in and in less the time it takes you get that. So we have magnets for every part of the body. We have magnetic mattresses that you can sleep on and sleep in a deep magnetic field. We also have in the diodes the things to protect your radiation from your cell phones, your computers, your monitors, your scanners, your digitally enhanced TV set, your microwave oven you ought to make into a weapon or give it away <laughs> because every time you <laughs> eat that you got to be crazy. Okay. And then of course we have the diode plaque which you put your food on as you buy it from the grocery store in the shopping bags, sit it on top of the diode plaque or get two of them so you get a bit of a surface. It will take out poisons and toxins. Out of the food and radiation out of the food you got a cigarette habit a coffee habit put your cigarette pack in the coffee with the caffeine and nicotine and tars. it will remove them it will change the element from a negative spin to a positive spin it is unipolar so we have diodes which are just I don't know they're just wonderful people who drive in cars need diodes because every time you sit your sex organ on a seat in that car which is a solid weld you turn on the ignition you get the, uh, it's all of that it sets up a parameter of energy that comes through the car itself, even forming a paraday cage, which means that even above you, the metal part is now harming your body. When you sit on these pads, it protects your sex organ. And some people, you know, not this audience I can tell, but some people they think more of their sex than they do of their brain it so don't matter what happens to the brain by using the cell phone but when I tell them that also that the the, the dryness and things is coming from the vagina that the testes that are swelling up and uh in, in the what they call the prostate trouble in men is coming again from all that on energy and the metal coming in that car with the radiation now they listen and if you doubt that get in your car turn on the radio put a cell phone to your ear whatever you want and then pass by another car, you hear static. Pass by a tower, you hear static. That means your car just got radiated. That means after about five to six months, your whole car now is radioactive and fatigued. We have things to stop that. And then, of course, we come into what we call the uh, the last thing that we have, which is magnets, diodes, and monatomic gold. The monatomic gold helps to raise the energy in your blood to 121 megahertz. If we could come close to that, we'd be geniuses and that means that no bacteria can live in that kind of an energy. But what do they do? They're now trying to take that off the market. So we still have it. If you're going to buy the gold, you'd have to hurry up and place your order. We've got only 15 days to get it to you. If you want the other things, and again, the creator wants it that way and we have enough people come together, the rest of our products are there. We have brain boosters. We have energy enhancers. We have everything that I have found that I could connect with the company that could produce something good for the problems that we have that are bad.
0: Um, somebody asked a question, this real quick. They said, is HIV real or just a way to diagnose people into toxic medication regimes that thwart uh, DNA synthesis or DNA synthesis?
1: HIV, swine flu, SARS, AIDS, all man-made all retrovirus, because they found that melanin and the pineal gland was even defeating that, so they had to go out and make it even worse, make it genetic specific by studying the 75,000 trillion cells that are in the human genome. All of these are man made things, none of this is God made. All of these are things that these scientists have done to try and get a genetic modification. They wanted to get something that would attack each and every race the way they wanted it to. And usually the ones that are black are the ones they envy the most because of the pineal gland and the ability to be very spiritual. So as I say, all of these are false, all of these are man made items, and man made items can be defeated if we can get high enough in consciousness. Even the very sun will soon kill off those kind of organisms. But the point is again, as soon as they begin to fight, to, to see this happening, they try to the retrovirus and spray it in the air and try to get you taken out with it. None of these are real. All of these are real, only to the point that they're man-made and are therefore superficial. Rise high enough in vibration, Take in high enough quality foods, your immune system will get in there and attack them like it does every other thing. But they even try to – we could talk about this as a whole new subject. They even put some of these things in liposomes. They put them in casements in nanotechnology so that they're giving off a signal which acts like a virus or a bacteria, and it's really a man-made nanotechnology. Even that can be stopped with magnets and with electricity. It's just a matter of finding out who's there, smashing it, The thing is then getting that damn, pardon me, expression, thing out of your system, and that takes a little bit of doing. But that can also be done. Everything they do can be undone. Everything they do can be undone.
0: Monotomics, are you saying that by 2010 that there won't be any more monotomics?
1: No, I don't know. Hopefully... Monotomics will be a way of life soon because the mono means one. The smaller the thing, the better it can do for you if you're taking the right thing. I'm saying that the gold products that we are having will be discontinued at the end of the month because of all the government restrictions placed on the company.
0: Wow, so man. If you're really going to get them, you really better get them out. now
1: and, and store them because, believe me, they are worth storing. We're going to get something else coming through. I'm working on it. That we'll have to try to replace that. But it's a beautiful thing that shouldn't have gone. It will also go by the way of the spirits and by the way of these uh, reptiles.
0: Okay, we have three minutes remaining left on the show, Dr. Blair. I really appreciate you taking the time out to talk to us. Seven, I'm I'm very glad that you came and co-hosted. Uh, thank you to all the people, to all the members. You know, I'm saying in the chat room. I mean, they had like. Hundreds and hundreds of questions, like, they just kept going and going. I couldn't even keep up with all the questions that they were throwing at me. I just, I'm just, i just like, hey, I, I, slow down. I can't keep up. You know, so I, I wanted to say that I really, um, I really do appreciate that, Dr. Blair. And, um, again, guys, uh, make sure you get a chance. Uh, you'll be able to hear the show actually broke down. I am hoping I'll get Leonard, Lennon or Seven to break the show down and put it on YouTube. Also, uh, you can listen to it on IsisWisdom.com. You can also hear it here on blog talk radio and on, in the archives as well, and um don't forget to check out the websites uh the mediacenter meta, meta excuse me the metacenter dot com i want to make sure I get that right the meta also check out seven site the also check out men I'm telling you right now with the three with the, with all that that we just gave you, that should be enough to fight you guys forever. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I, I'm just saying it's just a lot going on. And you know what? We'll be definitely looking forward to having you back again. This is one powerful show. I, I can't wait to blast that thing out the Kingdom Come. I told you what my database was, so I'm definitely going to send that out for people to listen to it. And um seven, do you have any closing words?
2: No, no, I, I really you can't I, I, you can't take anything or, or give anything to the show at this point, man. It's it's at the top of the hour. You know, the, the, the elder has definitely come forward and spoken and, and made the youth invigor- vigorous to, to get, get on board and get ready to do what it does. You know, we have th- hundreds of thousands of people that are now being, uh, being accumulated at this point. And so I really believe we have, have a chance at, at doing things here on earth, but again, everyone's choice is within themselves also. And I believe they have all the tools right now.
0: Okay, well, that's what it is. Thank you so much, Dr. Blair, and we are going to close out.
1: Thank you again, Sister Isis Wisdom. Thank you again, Brother Seven. May the Creator bless us all. May we ascend, and may we be happy and loving. All
0: right, peace.